Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's show is a little bit country. All your favorite country artists come together for one unforgettable night. And coming to you in black and white. Things aren't always what they seem. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, November 10th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Pete Davidson gets plenty of laughs on Saturday Night Live, but in a new interview, the comic says he has, quote, definitely never felt less funny than he does when on the sketch series. Davidson made the admission on Late Night with Seth Meyers while promoting his new Tubi animated series, The Freak Brothers. Have a listen. When I'm there, I'm just like, oh, I'm garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you'll watch like Kate or like Chloe or Keenan do like a hundred million things. And then yeah. like my line will be like, hey, everybody. <laughs> you know, so it's just like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know my place. Well, you can see how funny he really is or isn't. This weekend when the show welcomes host Jonathan Majors and musical guest Taylor Swift. Hollywood is drinking Leonardo DiCaprio's Flavor Aid once again as the Oscar winning producer star is set to play cult leader Jim Jones in a new biopic about the controversial figure's life. The revenant actor will lead distributor MGM's upcoming Jim Jones movie in the titular role, playing the man who orchestrated the storied Jonestown mass suicide that claimed the lives of over 900 people in November 1978. Dean Stockwell, the award-winning actor who was best known for playing Admiral Al Calavici on the popular sci-fi series Quantum Leap, died on Sunday in New Zealand from natural causes. He was 85. In addition to Quantum Leap, Stockwell appeared on Battlestar Galactica, JAG, The Tony Danza Show, and NCIS New Orleans, among other series, and in movies including Blue Velvet, Dune, The Rainmaker, and Married to the Mob, which earned Stockwell a 1989 Supporting Actor Oscar nomination. In a new interview with EW, Squid Game creator Huang Dong-yok says he has ideas for a potential second season of the Netflix series, the streamer's most watched ever, that he hopes will, quote, go beyond fan expectations. He also explains an alternate ending for the series, but in the spirit of not spoiling things, you can see what he says about that at EW.com, which, of course, is where you can find more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. All right, let's pass it to our top three picks for today, starting with number three, the new drama film Passing, based on the landmark novel by Nella Larson and directed by Rebecca Hall, making her debut behind the camera. The film stars Tessa Thompson and Ruth Negga as two black women living on opposite sides of the color line in 1920s New York, with Negga's Claire choosing to pass as white. 
After a chance encounter reunites the former childhood friends, Thompson's Irene reluctantly allows Claire into her home, leading their lives to become more and more intertwined and Irene's once-steady existence to be upended by Claire. Here's a bit of the trailer. I'm trying to find out the history of the blonde you've brought along. She's a girl from Chicago I used to know. Princess from Chicago. Things aren't always what they seem. I'll be damned. Lots of people pass all the time. It's easy for a Negro to pass for white. I'm not sure it'd be so simple for a white person to pass for color. So you haven't ever thought to? What? You ever thought of passing? No, why should I? Now I have everything I've ever wanted. As EW's Leah Greenblatt wrote in her B review of the movie, passing is Irene's story to tell, but Nega, quote, infuses Claire with a kind of bright charisma undercut by sadness and some not small amount of fury. She's lovely to watch, even as her inner world remains almost entirely a mystery. The actress recently received the Spotlight Award at the SCAD Savannah Film Festival, where EW spoke with her about embodying the character. Claire provides the audience with an opportunity to see that we are never completely one thing, even at one time, you know. And I think that's a relief to see that on screen because that's who we are. And I think sometimes, you know, stories that are commissioned to celluloid sort of want to be neat and, and give hope. And in, in giving hope, I think they think they should be neat and tidy and pleasant and and to me those aren't the stories that give hope the stories that give hope is to lay bare us all in our messiness and still see our humanity and our goodness shine through fascinating stuff you can experience passing in select theaters or on netflix where the movie is currently streaming Let's swap coasts for our number two pick, Hentified, which takes us back to a rapidly changing L.A. neighborhood with its second season. This time around, cousins Chris, Eric, and Anna Morales struggle to help keep their grandfather, Pop, from being deported to Mexico while dealing with new love, new babies, estranged fathers, and most important, tracking down Bad Bunny at a Halloween party. Throughout their fight to thrive in a gentrifying city, they'll face questions of where they truly belong in a world of borders and family separations, and on top of everything else, the potential loss of their beloved taco shop. Here's a preview. I'm going to do everything I have to do to make sure that my father has a better life. Here or in Mexico? Next! You're going to order or what? Yeah. Sorry. I'm here for Pop, not for you. I'm at this point in my life where I choose to be with the ones who choose me. You just gonna leave your papi chulo like that? Not you, cochino. I just think maybe we need some space. This isn't the boot or the amazing sex talking. You're a natural chef. It's the amazing sex talking a little bit, though, right? Gotta say, we are so glad this show is back. It has been too long, but it's given the creative team plenty of time to feel the love for their show. Here's executive producer America Ferreira to speak to that. I knew very much who the core audience would be and like who it would speak to. And obviously it's people like us, right? But I think I always had a feeling that 
that it would transcend that core audience, that, that people would um, enjoy these relationships, this family, the comedy, the style, that in its specificity, it would be exciting and interesting to people beyond the people who are seeing themselves on screen, which I think is always something we're up against in this industry. You know, we, uh, so many people assume that stories about the Latinx community are niche, which first of all is insane when we're the fastest growing demographic, you know, in, in the country, but also insane to think that people outside of the community can't relate to our stories, you know, or, or can't fall in love with characters. Uh, we've done it our whole lives. <laughs> we've, we've always fallen in love with and had to do the translating um, with characters who don't necessarily look like us, but I believe in in audiences to to transcend those simplistic labels and, and fall in love with the characters. And I and I am from my own experience have received so much feedback from people um, who are not Latinx who love the show, love the characters and are excited to see more. We know we are you can stream season two of Hentified on Netflix now. It's trivia time. Hentified star Joaquin Cosillo, who plays Pop, also voiced the title character in the Spanish version of what movie? Stuart Little, Fantastic Mr. Fox, or Ted? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now, grab your guitar and your cowboy boots because it's time for our number one pick, the 55th Annual CMA Awards. Not to be confused with the ACM Awards, this ceremony will honor the Country Music Association's picks for Nashville's best songs, artists, and albums of the past year. Chris Stapleton and Eric Church are tied for the most nominations with five each, including Entertainer of the Year, Male Vocalist of the Year, and Album of the Year for their records Starting Over and Heart, respectively. They'll also take the stage for performances along with Mickey Guyton, Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, and Blake Shelton, among others. The ceremony will be hosted by Luke Bryan, who will be the first person to host the CMA Awards solo in 18 years. Here's Bryan on what it means to him to be hosting the show. To be a representative of the music that I love, to be someone to carry on a tradition and to be the host and to conduct this show with elegance, class, humor, reverence, to really make the show, to be an example of country music and to represent the show to the best of my ability to the people watching at home is a big task and it's something that I'm so honored to have the, the chance to do. And we love that for him. You can see Brian and everyone else take the stage on the CMA Awards tonight at 8 on ABC. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Hintified star Joaquin Cosillo also voiced the title character in the Spanish version of what movie? Stuart Little, Fantastic Mr. Fox, or Ted? Well, bear with us while we reveal the answer. 
it's Ted. Cosio stepped into Seth MacFarlane's shoes to voice the titular teddy bear in the 2012 comedy and its 2015 sequel. His other credits include Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Narcos Mexico, and this year's The Suicide Squad. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.